What's going on, babe? Welcome to Evolved. My name is Coach Christine, woman's online health and fitness coach, personal development junkie, and just an overall badass babe. My mission is to help women just like you who struggle with overwhelm in their health and fitness, want to get rid of the muffin top, ditch the binge eating, and get back under 200 pounds for good. On this podcast, I'll be dropping weekly episodes discussing a variety of topics, including mindset, self-worth, healing, relationships, health and fitness, to help you fit back into those genes you've held on to for years. Wherever you are on your journey, babe, come as you are. The Badass Babe Squad is here to support. Now let's get into it. All right. I am coach Kylie. I have been a coach here in the badass babe squad for um, about a year and a half. We're getting close to two years actually that I've been involved in the squad and man, it's like my little home. I absolutely love it. We have an amazing community here. Have you guys here with us for this four day challenge, because we're going to throw a ton of information at you and I hope you guys are enjoying it so far. So Uh, We're going to touch on some nutrition tonight because, you know, besides we talked about mindset last night, nutrition is a huge part of any lifestyle transformation, weight loss journey or anything like that. So what I'm going to touch on, I'm going to touch a little bit on my journey because I have been on a journey myself and then we'll kind of get into the little like meat and potatoes of the whole nutrition aspect of it. So actually it was four years ago, December. I had just left a marriage of 18 years. I was extremely unhappy. I was extremely overweight. I was probably about 240 pounds at this, that point in my life. And I had, it was December, 2019 that I had made a decision that I needed to do something about my weight and about my lifestyle. So I had some events happen in my life in at that time. That was just like the trigger for like, okay, it's the time is now. So I thought when I started that I had a food addiction problem. I loved food. And it's just like, that was my thing. It was like, but I just love food too much. Like, you know, I want to get healthy and I want to lose weight, but I just love food too much. And that's kind of what I told myself all the time. And it was like, yeah, well, I just need somebody to tell me what to eat and when to eat it and how much to eat it. And then like, you know, problem solved. But, you know, that's not how it went. But anyway, my life at that time was I was a busy single mom. I had just become single, but even before when I was still married, I was a busy mom and was very much into like convenience, right? When we are so busy, we go from work. Now we got to get the kids in the evening off to wherever they need to be. It is so convenient to just stop and get fast food. It is so convenient to take, you know, boxed food, throw it in the oven or in the microwave and just kind of like throw it on plates. It's like, here you go. And out the door. My thing was like nachos. And it was literally just tortilla chips and cheese. Like I would eat that every single day for lunch because I was starving and it was quick. But I also like lived on coffee in the morning. I wouldn't eat breakfast. I wouldn't eat anything. It was like coffee, you know, until noon. I would have some nachos and then I would probably hit up another coffee in the afternoon, like probably a triple triple in the afternoon to keep me going because I was exhausted. And then when I got home from work, it was just like, I was so tired. I just laid on the couch. So didn't have time after that to like actually cook a proper meal. And uh, because the kids needed to be running off somewhere, 
So like that was kind of my life. And then in the evenings, like when the kids were home or after they had gone to bed. So I would lay around, watch TV for however many hours in the evening. And I would eat pretty much the entire time I was watching TV. So like that's a little glimpse of my life beforehand and kind of like what my nutrition was like before I started my own journey. So things have changed a lot. So I, in the last three years, have lost a hundred pounds, give or take. And my nutrition is so much different. Like I don't eat for comfort. I don't eat because I'm bored anymore. I don't eat to like cover up my feelings and cope with life anymore. Trust me, I still do have like moments where I have binge ate. You know, it happens to all of us. Just because it's like you're on a journey and you get somewhere doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't happen ever again. It just, it happens, and it, but it doesn't keep happening, right? We can shorten the duration of that and shorten like the span of the consistency that it happens with, if that makes any sense. So yeah, not, I was not in a very good place. You know, I was like 240 pounds, give or take in there. I was chronically broke. Like, I don't know if anybody else kind of can relate to this, but I spent so much money on crap, on junk food, on takeout, on Starbucks coffee, you know, a quick run through the drive through to get a donut or a muffin and a coffee. And then in the afternoon to go get an ice cap and some Timbits or whatever, like chronically broke because I would go buy groceries as well. And then those would sit in the crisper and rot. And then I would throw it away because, you know, nobody ate it. Nobody made this food that I would buy because I had no energy to cook. I didn't. And I didn't consider myself a very good cook. My ex-husband at the time was just like a very meat and potatoes kind of person. And if I would try and make like a healthier meal, I would be met with like, what the hell is this shit? Like, I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but that was kind of like, what I was met with, then it was really, really hard. It's like, I wanted to learn how to cook and I wanted to learn how to make better meals that everybody would enjoy, but I just didn't feel like I was in the space for that. So yeah, I was chronically broke because I was spending so much money on, you know, drive through and takeout and coffees all the time. What else? I was miserable. I didn't like my body. I didn't like myself. I had zero confidence in myself. I didn't want people to see me. I wanted to like hide. I would never want my picture taken, anything like that. I also would like in denial about like how much weight I was gaining. So I would like stuff myself into clothes that didn't fit me because I would refuse to like go up another size or I would refuse to like go to a plus size store to actually buy my clothes that would fit me because it was just like so shameful to me that I had let myself go and get to that point. So it was like, wow, I'll just wear these clothes that don't fit. And you know, that didn't help with my confidence and it didn't help with my state of mind and how I felt about myself. So nutrition and food, you know, we don't use it. I look at it as fuel now for like what I want to do in my life and how I need to fuel my day. But at the time, I used food as a comfort, more of a comfort mechanism and a tool to cope with life. 
and to kind of numb out my life than I did to like actually think about, you know, putting good nutritious food in my body because, you know, it requires it for its like activities for throughout the day. I'm sure we've all, if you guys here, you guys can uh, drop in the chat, what kind of fad diets you've tried? Cause they're all out there. There's so many. I'm sure we've all tried numerous ones. I know we talked a little bit about Weight Watchers last night with Christine. And I used to do Weight Watchers with my mom. And I just, you know, like how the thought of like thinking about it now, like having to go get weighed in front of everybody, you know, like that's why we have a really horrible relationship with the scale for most of us. But I was a herbal magic girl way back when, after I had my first daughter and I lost like 50 pounds. I lost 50 pounds in what was it? Almost four months. So super fast. I did hardly any exercise, but what I didn't realize then was how severe my calorie intake was at that time, how low it was and no wonder, but it wasn't sustainable either because after I stopped doing that, I gained all the weight back and more and more. So like I went from 200 pounds to 150 pounds and then I got up to 240 pounds. So, and uh, what else do we got? Here we got keto, cabbage soup diet. Yes, we've all done the cabbage soup diet. Tops and keto. Yeah, keto seems to be a popular one these days. Kristen did Weight Watchers and the Arbone Wraps. Oh, Beach Body with the containers. I didn't like get too invested with like the special fad ones that came out. What I, because I did Herbal Magic. And that was just like really restrictive. So I don't even know how many calories I would eat. Probably like maybe a thousand a day. Like when I think about it now, probably about all it was, maybe even a little bit less. And then these supplements, but oh, you take these herbs and they were very expensive. But what I did kind of after the fact, it was just like, I would just try and like eat as little as possible. Every time I tried to lose weight, what I would do was like not eat breakfast because, you know, like that's, I don't want to eat until at least noon. And then I'd have like this little tiny bit of breakfast. And then I'd have like a salad with maybe a chicken breast at supper and then like try not to eat anything in the evening. Yeah. You know, that lasted for maybe Monday to Friday and then come the weekend. It's like, okay, we're going to go out for supper. And then you have like a decent meal like you're going to go out for supper. And then the next day you step on the scale and you're just like, well, now that I've gained five pounds, like, fuck it is pretty much how I felt. And then I'd have to just start all over again. Or I would just like, you know what? This isn't for me. Like, I'm not going to be able to do it. So that was kind of like, I didn't really jump on to the systems after that because a lot of like Weight Watchers and keto and like beach body and stuff. It's a system, right? It's a system that you can use. And most of it is putting you in a calorie deficit. Most of those systems, that's what it does is put you in a calorie deficit. And some of those systems makes the calorie deficit so incredibly drastic. So we're going to talk a little bit about calorie deficit because that is what you're going to need in order to have fat loss in your journey. So does anybody have any questions so far? Does anybody have any specific nutrition questions? I'm going to get to like, we're going to talk about like protein. We're going to talk about carbs. We're going to talk about fats. We're going to talk about calorie deficit coming up here, but anybody have any questions before we get kind of into the meat and potatoes of it? All right. So 
So besides your mindset, nutrition is probably one of the biggest things that we need to kind of hone in when we want to lose body fat. So we cannot lose body fat unless we are in a calorie deficit. So what is a calorie deficit? Your body requires a certain amount of calories just for you to like do its daily functions, right? So the things that we do and we, we don't even realize that they're happening because they just happen, right? Without us consciously thinking about it. So our heart beating, our breathing, our blood that's getting pumped through our body, all of the systems that are happening inside, like, like you know, muscle twitching and everything that like makes us who we are and gives us the capabilities to do what we do on a daily basis, that all takes energy, that all takes calories to do that. And everybody has a different kind of their, their BMR, right? So it's like their base rate of what they do and their activity level on a daily basis. So we, everybody has a base rate of that, you know, the more activity you do. Okay. If you're more of an active person, if you have a more active job, you're going to require more calories than somebody who has a sedentary job, who works at an office desk, who doesn't get much movement throughout the day. So your calorie allotments are going to be vastly different. And, you know, depending on your size and your age, your gender and all that kind of stuff is going to come into a factor for that as well. So we need a base amount of calories per day just to live, just to survive, just to like do the things, the breathing and all of that kind of stuff, the living. And then we need a little bit more depending on our activity level. So in order to lose body fat, we need to be in a calorie deficit. So what does that mean? That means that we need to take in a little bit less than what our body requires. So because if we are in a position where we want to lose body fat or we, you know, we're all here for the same reason, we've also probably put on body fat, we have been eating in a surplus. So we have been eating more calories than our body requires on a daily basis. And what happens to that? It stores it, right? It stores it as body fat. So how do we get out of that is we need to be in a deficit, right? So if you want to maintain your weight, you're going to want to find your maintenance where like your body is like, this is what I need to function. And this is what I need to kind of like keep our activity level where it's at. And that's what we call maintenance. So anything below that is a deficit. So and that's where you're going to lose body fat is being in a deficit. We don't want to be in a super drastic deficit though. So in a lot of those programs that we've talked about are the systems like, you know, herbal magic and some of the keto and whatever, there's some of those other fancy shakes and stuff like that. The cabbage soup diet, what it does is it puts you into a caloric deficit. And it is it sometimes they're very extreme and extreme. Yeah, you might get some results very, very quickly, but it's not sustainable. You're not going to be able to last sustain that for a long period of time. And I always like to say, if you want to make a nutrition adjustment, make one that you're going to be able to keep for the rest of your life. Because if you make adjustments to your nutrition and you only do it for like 12 weeks and then you kind of go back to the way you were eating before, chances are you're not going to be able to sustain that weight loss that you had going because then, you know, you're probably eating more calories again than your body requires. So let's talk about calories. Calories are energy. So every food that we intake has calories in it and they all have different vessel allotments. So we call them macronutrients and we call them macros for short. 
So we break that down into protein, carbs, and fats. For every gram of protein that you eat is four calories. And every gram of carbohydrates that you eat is also four calories. And every gram of fat that you take in is nine calories. So when you take in fat calories, they're very dense, right? They're almost double than what you would get for protein and carbs. So every food has that in some fashion kind of, and it makes up the calories, right? So protein is the probably the most undereaten macronutrient of pretty much all of us females in general, but most of the population. So do you guys have any idea like how much protein you probably are taking in in on a daily basis? Does anybody kind of have an idea if you're like not tracking, just kind of roughly have an idea of like what you're taking in for protein every day? If you can answer, you can unmute or you can drop it in the chat there. I would say like most ladies that aren't really aware of what they're taking in are probably only taking in like maybe 50 to 60 grams of protein a day, around 10 grams or maybe 30 grams. All right. Not sure what I was taking in, but far less than what I'm taking in now. Yeah. Okay. So protein, you guys, protein is probably the most important one. So, and I'll explain to you why, because when we are in a fat loss phase or like when we want to lose body fat, when it's kind of taking that energy, when we're in a deficit, it will take the energy it will take from your muscle. And we don't want to lose any of the muscle that we currently have. So we have to be able to keep our protein up because that is going to help keep that muscle that we currently have. And then it's going to take the body fat instead of using the muscle. Protein also gives you energy and it also keeps you satiated. It will keep you full way, way longer than carbohydrates and fats will. So protein is very, very important. We want to be able to keep that muscle tone, right? You've seen people who've like lost weight really, really fast and they don't do any weight training or anything like that. And they kind of look like we call it kind of like a sick skinny, like they're just kind of scrawny. Whereas I think a lot of us want that toned look, right? We want to be able to see our shoulders and have that definition. And, and, you know, the toned look is kind of what everybody wants. You have to be able to keep your muscle mass and protein will help you keep your muscle mass during that. Ideally, if we can be eating at minimum of a hundred grams of protein a day, hundred grams. Like I know that some of you are probably just like, that's so much. And it doesn't all need to come from meat. So there's so many different kinds of sources for protein. And, you know, like I had could probably have no trouble like I, of eating probably 200 grams of protein in a day. There's a lot of different ways, right? So it's not just meat, you guys, because meat's expensive, but there's like, eggs and egg whites. And I eat a lot of cottage cheese. I eat a lot of Greek yogurt. I do eat like a lot of fish. I eat a lot of leaner meats, chicken breast, turkey. I'm trying to think here now. Edamame is really, really good for protein. You ladies who are in the squad already that are on here, you guys in the chat, drop your favorite protein sources. I made pizza crust yesterday with literally egg whites. And it's called um, cloud bread pizza crust. And it's so good. And it's all pure protein for pizza crust. And then I added my toppings onto that after. So it was really good. Yeah. You guys can drop some, drop some of your uh, 
I'm vegetarian. So beans, spinach, tofu. Yep. Yeah. And like tempeh, tempeh has quite a bit of protein in it too. You've got to watch because the carbohydrates on some of that stuff is, is higher, but you could also get like the mock meats. I've had like the mock chicken breasts and, or like, I think they're breaded chicken had those. There's like vegetarian burgers. The bean burgers are pretty good. Had those a couple of times. Those are really good. So yeah, protein is super important, you guys. So protein, yeah, protein shakes. You can do protein powder. I love protein pancakes. That is a thing that we do here in the squad. Protein pancakes are probably my go-to. I absolutely love them. So I get the Kodiak pancake mix. It's got some protein in it already. And then I add like protein powder to it. You know, right, like, I can't I can't type fast enough. Oh, that's okay. So so can I just talk? <laughs> you betcha. What's your what's your favorite go-to's? Like you took it away, but yeah, like I had never eaten protein pancakes before. I don't think there's a day that I don't have them at least once now. Um, so and I do the same, the the Kodiak mix and the I use the cake pop PE science protein powder. Yep. And then I throw in a tablespoon of black chai seeds and mm-hmm. yeah, like it just, it's so easy. And so it took me a while. Consistency like is hard because if they're too thin, they don't cook, which sounds silly, but yeah, I can't live yeah. without them. Anyway, a bit of a game changer, isn't it? And so, to keep you so full much. though, right? Yes. Like, and how many times, you know, on, I know a lot of us can relate to this, like, how many times do we have gone on a diet or we feel like, okay, it's like, okay, now I need to like get my nutrition in check. Like I want to lose a few pounds. I've got some goals that I want to get to. And you feel like, okay, I can't eat any of that stuff that I like anymore. Right. I can't have pancakes. I can't have bread. I can't have French toast. Like I eat that stuff all the time, all the time, but it's like, there's a way to make it work. So, you know, like we can still have the stuff that we love and the stuff that we enjoy like pancakes and you know waffles and french toast and all those like high carby things that we feel like we need to stay away from and we absolutely don't so yes oh the protein pancakes you guys could talk about them all night <laughs> they're so good let's move on to carbs carbohydrates carbohydrates have gotten a bad rap for a long time. And I know like with programs like keto and stuff like that, there's like this drive, I guess, in that area to like cut out carbs and not have carbs and they're bad. And that's what's going to make you gain weight. And it's really not. The death is in the dose. We talk about this in the squad all the time, right? You can have the carbs, you can have the pancakes and you can have the bread, but it's how much are you taking in, right? It's not the food that's causing us to gain weight. It's the overabundance of calories that we're taking in on a daily basis that is causing us to gain weight. So, and we can do that with like, you know, foods that are like quote unquote good for you or better for you. We can still overconsume in anything. So it's overconsumption. It's the dose that is like causing us to do that. So carbohydrates are good. They're safe. They are, they're not the enemy. They actually give you so much energy, lots and lots of energy. If you're working out, I would suggest that you guys, if you can, some people can't eat before they work out, but if you can 
excuse me, I would um, get some fast acting carbs. So something with like that super quick digesting rice crispy treats are really, really good. And they have like a kind of a, it's a simple sugars, right? So anything that's got some sugar in it will be faster acting and faster digesting carbohydrate than like say potatoes or rice. That's a little bit slower and you won't get that energy kick quite as fast. You'll get it, but a little bit later. So I love chocolate rice cakes and honey. That is like my go-to before I do a workout, probably about 30 minutes before I do a workout. That's what I like for that. But we can also get carbohydrates in many different sources. So it's not all just like potatoes and rice and stuff like that. You know, we got fruits. Fruits and vegetables are also carbohydrates, but a lot of those you can have a lot for a little. So carbs are good. Carbs are not the enemy. And we want you guys to be eating. We want everybody to be eating like a good balance of each and not have to feel like you need to restrict one of those macronutrients because they all serve their purpose. Let's talk about fats. Fats are super important. They are higher in calories. Like I said, for every gram of fat is nine calories. And uh, so it adds up very, very quickly. As you remember, like a tablespoon of olive oil is probably going to be around a hundred calories for that just because, and you only get, it's very dense, right? You only get this much and it's a lot, a lot of calories. So it does add up very quickly. So like most of the ladies, like when they come into the program and they start kind of tracking their food and they kind of start going through and being aware, it's like usually carbs and fats are the first ones. If we're like, oh my gosh, I've hit those targets or I'm way over them because we don't realize how much fat is in some of the foods that we eat, especially the processed foods, the convenience foods, the ones that, you know, like we've all gotten it you know, they come out of the box, out of the freezer, we throw it in the oven. There's a lot, a lot of fat in those and not necessarily the good fats. There's a lot of saturated fats in there, which are not the best kind of fats for us. But we do want to have, make sure we have a good amount of fat in our daily intake because as women, it like affects our hormones. We need to be able to regulate our hormones and fat and in good intake of fat does that. So you will notice if you like really, really restrict your fat intake, like your hair might start falling out, your period might start kind of going off track and stuff like that. So very important that we have a good balance. Alrighty. Does anybody have any questions? Does anybody have, you guys can ask like specific nutrition questions, like what to eat. Like if you, it doesn't matter what time you eat. We'll talk about that a little bit. Meal timing. It's not super important. Like you can, as long as you get your allotment of calories in for the day, doesn't really matter when you take them in. I would suggest if you were like super kind of getting really tired by the end of the day, maybe you need to eat a little bit more during the mid part of your day for the morning. So you don't hit that like three o'clock slump. But man, like if you like to eat majority of your calories in the evening, then that's go ahead. It doesn't matter. We do not have to eat or stop eating after supper. Like that is a myth. We do not have to stop eating after supper because most of the time, you know why they say that is because most of the times, what do we do eat after supper is that's when we go for the carbs. That's when we go for the chips. That's when we go for the stuff that's like snacky where we just kind of eat and we don't even think about it, right? We kind of like scavenge the pantry if we're not like kind of properly fueled throughout the rest of the day. Hemp hearts. Yes. Hemp hearts are a good Good source of protein on hemp hearts. Collagen is another good protein source. So if you guys, you can get powdered collagen 
You can also get liquid collagen. I've always, always taken the powdered collagen. It is good for your bones. It is good for your skin. It is good for your hair. It is good for your nails. And it's also pure protein. So if you want to add it to your coffee in the morning, you know, it's always good. My hair has grown lots since I've started taking collagen three years ago. My nails too. Yeah. It's been a good thing that I've added to my regime. And I think one scoop is like maybe 10 grams. I think seven, seven to 10 grams of protein in that. And another really, really good idea, ladies, if you guys drink coffee in the morning, add protein powder to it. That's what I do. So don't just add it to hot water. That doesn't work necessarily. I, what I do is I add protein powder to a little bit of almond milk. I put it in a shaker, shake it up, and then I add it to my hot coffee. So it's kind of like a mocha, but you're getting some extra protein and you know, it's still my coffee and I, I love it. Some of the ladies also get like the pre-mixed like protein shake and they add that to their coffee too. But I would, you know, if fat loss is something that you guys want, or if you want to be healthier, I would prioritize protein at every single meal. Make sure that you're getting protein at every meal and then work your meals, the rest of your meal around that. But like protein first. I have this one. Cindy got me onto it. Mm. It's like a, a splash. And so sometimes oh, yeah, if I'm lacking protein, I'll just drink it in the evening. Mm-hmm. You know, I that's more of a, that's more of a juice. Type. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not that some, thick, chalky stuff. No, it just mix it with water and it's, it's really good. I usually actually have it with warm water because I find it a little more, mm. you know, comforting or whatever. So I mix it with warm water and, and I'll drink it while I'm watching TV at night. Is it super I'm sweet? Lying. I haven't ever had that one. It's not bad. I mean, they say that you should put one scoop in 200 or 250. I think in 200 to 250 milliliters of cold water. I actually put it in probably about double that. Mm. So I don't okay. know. I just, I do find it a little probably sweeter if it's in that, but I just, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just that alternative to the shake. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not huge on shakes. I mean, I definitely have came a long way since I've been here, but I'd rather my protein powder and my pancake and stuff and and do that. So, yeah. And we do talk about like that with protein powders, like we don't want people to rely on protein powders in order to get like, you know, all their protein throughout the day. It is like just to supplement, you know, what you're eating already. So like, make sure that you're getting you can have some eggs and egg whites and stuff like that in the morning, right? Maybe you should get some protein at lunchtime. Make sure some of your snacks are protein-based. And then in the evening, you know, like there's so many different kinds of proteins that we can use for our, like for our base supper meal and stuff like that. You know, shrimp is amazing. Shrimp is pure protein. There's no fats. There's no carbohydrates. It's pure protein. So if you guys like shrimp, you know, you can eat quite a bit of it and get a really good amount of protein in there. I just take some shrimp too and just put it in a Ziploc bag. And that's like a snack for me sometimes just to get it in. And, you know, like there's chicken breast and stuff like that. But too, like chicken is not created equal either, right? So when you go to make chicken, is it bone in? Is it dark meat, right? Is it a chicken thigh, a chicken breast? Those are vastly different in calorie amounts. And you know, whether you're having the skin on or the skin off makes a big difference. So does anybody have, you guys can ask some questions if you want. We've got a few more minutes that we can uh, 
chit chat if anybody has any specific questions they'd like to ask about nutrition or if they have any about your own nutrition. We got myself and then we got a couple babes in here that are that have been in here for a little while and they can help too. What would you say is a culprit for having hidden fat? I'm noticing that I can hit my protein goal and I can hit I'm actually under my carbs, but fat seems to be the one that's like running away from me. And I, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know where it's coming from. Mm. So do you track your food? I do track my food. Yeah. And, but it seems like, tracker. Um, yeah, like my fitness pal, but I'm the free version. Okay. So I so it should tell you though, like when you're putting in a meal, it should tell you, does it not tell you the breakdown of like where those macronutrients are coming from it does but I feel like they add up so fast if you notice a food where you're like oh this one's higher in fat that people don't realize Mm. well you know what like I'm just gonna say like peanut butter I think a lot of people and I know I've come across a lot of like ladies in general and just being here and being a coach that people are like that is a protein source like peanut butter is protein Yes, there is some protein in there, but there is more fat than there is protein. So like that is considered a fat source more so than a protein source. But also like if you guys have ever weighed out a serving of peanut butter, it's not a whole lot. It's not a whole lot. Like I remember before I had kind of started my journey, I was like being all healthy and I'm like, I'm going to have like apples and peanut butter. And like, that is a healthy snack not realizing like that my couple two huge tablespoons like heaping tablespoons was probably more between like four to five servings of peanut butter so that's like probably close to 450 calories in just the peanut butter alone so like there's little things like that your nut butters are going to be higher um, in fat if you eat like but seeds and nuts nuts are very high in fat so if you ever like had a bag of trail mix, like we used to get the big ones at Costco, right? And you would just like take a huge handful or pour a big bowl and you just sit there and eat trail mix. Man, like a serving size of trail mix is not very much. And it's like a couple hundred calories for just that. And it's mostly in fats. So like what kind of things do you think it might be? Like what are you eating? Like take one of your meals and like tell me what you're eating. So I would say, honestly, it would be things like mayonnaise, like ding, 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 very high in fat. Yeah. And I'm actually, so I love hard boiled eggs and I think that they're so versatile to just like throw in your lunch bag and, you know, away you go. But I'm starting to think that maybe that adds up over time. Right. So a whole egg, right? So the fat part of the egg is in the yolk. Oh, That's okay. where the fat is, is in the yolk. So the white part is the protein. So yes. Oh. When you have an egg, you will have fat and protein in there. But if you just have egg whites, all protein. Okay, good to know. Thank you. Well, those eggs do add up. They yeah, do. Yeah, I'm noticing. Yeah. So like when I have eggs, I usually, I love fried eggs. That's my favorite. I will do two fried eggs, but then I will add egg whites. So I get more of a, a serving and it looks like a lot there's a lot more egg white. And then I still get my two eggs in there. So you can just increase the volume in that to like to add more egg whites. But if you're doing a hard boiled egg, you can't really add, but that's where your fat is coming from too, is from those eggs. 
Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, and mayonnaise too, like mayonnaise is quite high in fat. Well, not maybe not too bad, but you can get reduced fat mayonnaise. You can also like just little ways to kind of cut back on that. What yeah, do you for, like on your sandwiches or something? No, honestly, mayo is so cookies are my favorite food, but then mayo is I just love mayo. So I'll I will say to my husband, what do you think we can eat tonight that I can have mayo with? So, you know, just obviously being aware of how much fat mm-hmm. is in something like mayo. And mm-hmm. and you know, it's kind of like you said, like these things just add up. You don't really realize until you're looking at them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was just hoping maybe you'd be like, yeah, eggs are a culprit of fat. And I would be like, wow. They are, but there's a lot of things, right? And it's not yeah. so much like that you can't have eggs or that you can't have mayo. But exactly. if you are if you are tracking your food and you are kind of just being more aware of like what you're taking in, just know that it's like, yeah, you can make it work, right? But it's gonna have to come from somewhere else. Right. So maybe reduce the fat in your breakfast. You can have more of it at supper. Right. Yeah. You know, like for me, if I have a function, right, because you can still have cake, you can still have like all the fun foods, but you got to plan for it. Right. So I put my popcorn into my fitness pal because if it's movie night, I'm having popcorn with my butter and I will put that I will log it first and like work my day around that. So it's like, you still get the fun foods that we love I'll be able to go out to a restaurant. It's like, Oh, I'm going to go out for supper. It's like, okay, cool. I want to be able to, most of those aren't going to be a little bit more carb and fat heavy. So I will make sure that I get my protein in early in the day. And then I'll kind of save those carbs and fats for later for the meal out or for whatever other reason. Yeah. And you know what, once we just kind of like start tracking and become aware of what's in our food, like sometimes it is, it's a, like, it blows your mind a little bit. You're like, wow, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. Nuts. I think. And I used to eat sunflower seeds, like I said, and I never realized like how much fat was in that, like ridiculous amounts. And I would eat like a half a bag of sunflower seeds a night. I had no idea. No idea. I was like mind blown when I found out. I was like, oh man, no wonder. No wonder I was felt like I was gaining wheat by the month because I literally was. Do you guys know that they, they say an average about 3,500 calories equals one pound of fat? So if we want to lose about a pound a week, we need to be in a deficit that is going to like kind of add up to around that for the for your week between your seven days. So, and if you don't like, so we have, I've seen it lots. I've done it myself where we do really, really well. And we eat really, really good from Monday to Friday. And we're like on track and we're feeling amazing. And then Friday night or Saturday night, we go out and it's like pizza and beer and you're hanging out with your coworkers and your friends. And it does not take long to like blow your entire deficit for the week. And then come, you know, Monday and you're just like, oh man, like I was doing so well and I feel like I didn't make any progress or I haven't been doing that, but kind of have, we have to stay in our deficit in order for the weight loss to happen. So yes, dairy products, you're right. Kristen's right. Dairy products has quite a bit of fat. So regular milk, well, all fat or all milk has fat in it, but like the higher percentage, right? Your 3%, your homo milk is going to have considerably more. If you put creamers in your coffee, 
Some of those coffee creamers, like the international ones or whatever, have quite a bit of fat in them as well. And sauces. Yeah, that's right. Sauces, barbecue sauces has a lot of fat and has a lot of sugar too. So it has quite a bit of carbs because most of them have quite a bit of sugar in order for them to be sweet. So salad dressings, watch your salad dressings. Yeah, there's a variety of different kinds of salad dressings. Some of them you can get for like 25 calories per serving for like a tablespoon. And some of them are like 160. So I don't know if you were like me. I used to just free pour my salad dressings on my salad and have no thought. And I like the thick, the thick, thick, thick ones that are just like super heavy and super high in calories. Pancake syrup is also another one, you guys, because most of us free pour our pancake syrup. So, and there's lots of options you can get. Like I get a calorie free pancake syrup and I also get like those coffee syrups to like add flavor to my coffee that doesn't have any calories in it too. So there's lots of, there's options. There's always a way. Deanne uses the flat out protein up wraps. Yes. I love those. I usually actually make pizzas with those. I use it as like a flatbread pizza. So it's got lower carbs and it has a good amount of protein, 10 grams of protein per wrap. And then you can like put whatever you want in there. So good. Alrighty. Does anybody else have any questions before we head off for the evening? Could you share your cloud bread recipe somewhere in, or is it easy enough? You could just tell us. I can just tell you, but I will share it as well. So I make cloud bread pizza crust and it's literally four eggs, four egg whites separated. You can't use the liquid egg whites. It says though, it has to be from an egg and separated. So four egg whites, you put it in a mixer for two minutes till it's like peaky, fluffy and peaky. And then you add half a teaspoon of cornstarch and you mix it for another minute. And then I put some seasonings in there as well. So you can put whatever you want, like some Italian seasoning in that while it's mixing. And then I just put it on a, like a parchment paper on a baking sheet. And then you form your crust. So I always leave like a little bit on the edge, like a little thicker. And then you bake it for 10 minutes at 350. Then you take it out and you just put your toppings on it and you bake it for another 10 minutes. Super quick. What I will do, Deanne, is I will actually, I can go live and do it for you guys. And I'll post the recipe. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's so easy and it's so fun. Like it's so quick. Like it doesn't take long at all. And it's light and airy and man, I, it filled up my plate yesterday because I made it last night. Filled so up my when, plate. It was huge. And I ate it all. When you share the recipe, will you share the nutrient content? Yeah. Okay. I think the last mm-hmm. pizza that I made, cause I posted it a week or so ago. And I think there was between the crust, the meat, the chicken that I had had on there. And then like there's protein in the cheese and stuff that I used as well. I think there was over 60 grams of protein just in that pizza. I can go Mm -hmm. back and look too, Kylie. I I do remember seeing the picture, but I don't think I really read it. Okay. I'll show you guys how to make it because it's, it was so good. That's I'm all about learning how to cook and finding different ways. I also, you guys make a chocolate cake that is like full of protein. So incredibly good. So incredibly good. And low carbs too. It's yummy. So mm, I think it was like, what was it? It was under 
maybe 200 calories for a good serving of chocolate cake. And it was done in the microwave. So like single serving, I'd have that every night if I could, but yeah. If nobody has any other questions, I hope you guys got some value from this. I hope you guys, you know, if you are not tracking your food, I would suggest if you could start using like MyFitnessPal to start being aware of what we're taking in. Because if we don't know what we're taking in, then we don't know where to make some changes in that. And I think just being aware of like what is in the food that we're actually taking in is a big deal. So, and I try and get some whole foods. Whole foods will give you more for less as far as calories and it will help you keep you fuller longer. So that's about it. I think unless anybody has questions. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Welcome. Yeah. You guys, I hope you guys, if you guys want to drop your biggest takeaway, like either in the chat or on the group, on the Facebook group, we'll be posting this for others that were not around to watch this. But yeah, you guys take the information and, uh, you know, take action on it. Really? That's what we, we gave it to you for. All right. You guys have the best night and enjoy the rest of your week. It was good to see you all and we'll catch up with you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Evolved. If you got value today, you can show me some love by screenshotting this episode and tag me on Instagram at xteencardinus and let me know your biggest takeaway. If you want to work with me to hit your goals, shoot me a message while you're sharing and let's get the convo started. Until next time, much love.